Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Dolphins defeat the Dragons 26 uh, 12. Look, the Dolphins' fairy tale continues. Uh, the Dragons, look, I, like there were, I did see a fair bit of um, critiques of the Dragons. I personally, okay, yes, was it rough around the edges for the Dragons? For sure. Are there problems that continue from last week and the week before and have been around for a little bit? Yep, for sure. But I actually think. There was a lot of positives to take out as Dragons fans. When the game was on the line, your main three guys that you're building the club around, Sloan, Amon, and Sullivan, all had big moments or tried to have big moments. Now, those three guys also, you know, had either a bad read in defense or an error or whatever. So they're not the final package. But the things that you can't teach, they have them and have it in spades. They just need some game time together. They just need some time in the NRL. I actually came out of that game for, with the Dragons quite excited uh, for their future. And I'm, that's not even me trying to be glass half full or appease Dragons fans at all. I genuinely came out thinking they weren't the complete rubble that I thought they would be without Ben Hunt. And this spine, who's had no chance of playing together, <coughs> like no footy together in years, had moments that were pretty special. Um, and yeah, they had their bad moments too, but they also that no one comes into first grade as a complete package. A complete package. What do you think about the game, Gurit? Yeah, I thought the negativity on the Dragons was a little bit harsh as well. Um, I think all, you've also just got to accept that no matter what we thought of this Dolphins team at the start of the year, they're the real deal. Mm. They're a real footy side. They're not going to beat themselves. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we we just need to accept that going in week in week out. I, I, I tip the Dragons as an upset to win this game. I genuinely thought they'd be really up for it. <coughs> I also think that Simbin came at a really crucial moment for Jack DeBellin. Mm. Um, and I, I think that really did turn this game. I thought the Dragons were in it up until then. Well, the, the Dolphins completed it at 88%. <laughs> you know, like, that's a tough a rookie side without your main guy. You've got all new combinations. You've got a new coach. I'm, I'm not – I know the, the Dolphins had some injuries and, and all that. I, I get all that. But I, I really did 
think that if you watch that game purely from what does the future look like for the Dragons, if we can get some good coaching in these young boys, the future looks bright in my opinion. For sure. And I think you also need to you know, keep in mind that as much as they've been there for a few years now, they haven't been utilised properly the have entire they been, time. Have to ask ourselves, have they been given the best coaching possible over the last few years? Whether it's their fault or the coach's fault, I personally don't. I think their progression over the last few years hasn't been as good as it could have been at other clubs. And if you don't want to call it coaching, call it opportunity. Mm. They haven't had the opportunity to develop next to each other, which was the plan the entire time. Mm. Then it went out the window, and I'm not quite sure why. And, you know, obviously when we have that conversation, you're talking about the fullback, the five-eight, the halfback. Little's exactly the same. Mm. He's finally showing what Jacob Little can do. I thought, you know, we had him in team of the week. He was tremendous on the weekend. So I know Dragons fans are sick of us saying it's going to take time, but it's not like you're running out there with no future whatsoever. Yeah, you don't even have to, like, there are other clubs that had to completely rebuild the whole squad, whereas, like, they just need to make one or two really shrewd recruits and all of a sudden, they could be a top eight side. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Um, what do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, I mean, on the Dragons, it's like I think there's such a bright prospect in Amone, in Sullivan, and I look at it in two ways. I think now, like I was so excited when that they did try something and put Benny Hunt to to hook up to give these two young halves an opportunity to continue in their combination. And I thought they looked good. I couldn't believe they didn't stick with it. Now that Jacob Little's come in and been given a proper opportunity and killed it for them on the weekend, he was outstanding. It's like, well, you kind of have to send Jaden Sullivan back to the bench because you can't drop Little to the bench off the back of that. So I said, in terms of like looking towards the future for the Drage, you boys are right. Amon, Sullivan, Little, all these blokes with plenty of footy to come in their career. There's good signs there. Lomax relatively young. Yeah. Sully relatively young. Phenai twins. Mm. Um, and, then, and then on the, uh, the Dolphin side of things... The question, even when they stunned everyone early in the season with all these big upset wins, or what we thought were upset wins, and the question was going to be, how do they go when the injuries strike and they lose players to origin and all that? Well, just another box tick for them. They get to the first major origin week, the Dolphins are playing, they have no Corfusi, Gilbert, Tabuai Fido, and they put another win on the board. They just, every question asked of them, they it's answer. Unbelievable. It is. The Dolphins. I've got no other words to express what their season has been. Like, they are a genuine top eight threat now. And we are so far away from the start of the season where people were like, these guys are no chance. Like mm. they, they barely may win a game. This isn't an old standard. I would hate to be playing the Dolphins heading into finals footy. Imagine they need three games, three of, imagine they need three or five to win at the end of the year. And you also need games <coughs> to win. And you've got to come up against this Dolphin side with Wayne Bennett and at full strength. Like, they could take it to any team. Like, really take it to any team. They mm. took it to the Broncos. It is mind-blowing what they're... Like, Cody Nicarima at fullback was outstanding. Milford, who had even been a bit indifferent at the Dolphins, he was outstanding on the weekend as well. Like, it is just... I cannot believe how well they're playing. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King. Tom uh, Gilbert, not there, who's been <coughs> enormous for, him this, for them this year. It is, honestly... Jermaine Asako, like... There's a world where he is the form winger of the comp right now. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable. There's a world where we're living in it. it literally living in the world He's where Jermaine Asako is killing it. Like, is, he, is he the most improved player in this competition? Well, the thing is, I can't say it's improved because we saw glimpses of it. So it's like, mm -hmm. 
improved from a consistency perspective mm. of like him reaching his potential. Which he's like, like Jermaine has shown us in bits and pieces how good he can be, but he's never done it two games in a row. No, it, you're he's right. He's done it for 12. <laughs> he has done it for 12 and looks like not even missing a beat. Not even missing a beat. I think he's only 27 years old too. I'm pretty sure. Could you check that, please? Um, it is just 26 still. He's got plenty of footy in front of him. Unbelievable stuff at the who, Dolphins. Who, is, who does he play for uh, um, internationally? Is he... Kiwis. Yeah. Kiwis, okay. Mm. Like, he, you could genuinely fight his way back into a Kiwis. He'll be in that really. side. Well, I'm trying to think. Who's their, their wingers? Kemamala. Jordi Rapana. Rapana is in the frame. Who was the first name you said? Kemamala. He's, he's obviously gone at the yeah. moment. Um, who else are their wingers? You have Matty Timoko will be in the centres. You've probably got... Joey um, Manu will be there at fullback. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. The winger for the Storm. Warbrick. He'll be in the mix. I'm taking Isako before I'm taking Warbrick. Yeah, that's at the on like, Yeah, I, I reckon. Mile. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, it is just this this story, this journey, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. What a privilege to watch. Um, the Dolphins' ability to get in a grind is second to none. Like, they will just – it's so simple. The game can change as much as you want. The refing can change. The fields can change, the coaches can change, the players can change. But one thing remains, if you just play really basic, grindy footy, you'll win more games than you lose. Ability to get in the grind and the ability for the 6, 7 and 9, no matter who it is, to control the game. Milf comes in on the weekend, he's kicking... I thought Milf was superb. He looked so composed all game. For a bloke playing for spotting that team and realistically, he's still playing for his career, Milf. I thought he was tremendous. Like He was my man in the match, Argue with them, him or Osako, mm. and the kicking game. Everything was just spot on. Just built pressure, built pressure. <sighs> what else is there to say? Seriously, yeah. unbelievable from the Dolphins. It, so. It's almost like with Milf, as you said, playing for his career. Like if I'm another club, I just <laughs> I don't know if I'd back myself to get what Wayne's getting out of him. Yeah, you got to accept the fact that, that whatever Wayne does, yeah, yeah, you just can't do it. I don't think there would be a coach in there who would get out of Mill from a few of these blokes what Wayne is doing. He's no. just a freak. And I think you'd be stupid to think you could. Yeah. I can't wait to get to the end of the season, see where the Dolphins stack up. Hopefully they continue on this run and hopefully they make the A. It'd be amazing. <laughs> just to sit there and go, where does this stack up in Wayne Bennett's career? Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because if they do go on and do really well, I think a lot of clubs will actually not try to poach players because they're like, we're not going to pay... 600 grand for a player that's probably worth around 300 grand because we know we can't do what Wayne's doing. Yeah. They're playing worth this, that they're worth 600 grand, mm. but do we have the ability to do that at our club? Like, probably not. So that actually leaves the Dolphins in this crazy good position where there won't be that much poaching. Obviously, the key star players there will be like your Gilberts and all that kind of stuff, but and Katoa. But on the edges, like, you kind of <laughs> probably keep them. That's insane what he's done. It, like, it's, it's like write a script movie sort of thing. It's Seriously. amazing. Uh, so, look. Great win for the Dolphins. Dragons, as I said, they had 10 in the bin. Yes, there were some defensive errors and all the, all that, all that. But I actually saw a lot of hope there. I really did. Just on the Dolphins very quickly, there's only five teams ahead of them on the ladder. Three of them have had two buys already. It is wild, bro. It is wild. It, like, they, they are, what, one win from top, top of the comp? Yeah. They are, yeah. Yeah. It is absolute madness. Mm. Madness. So this year they've scored 290 points. Melbourne scored 230. 
<laughs> the Sharkies have only scored nine more points than them. Penrith have scored 30 less than them. The Broncos, who it seems are high and flying every single game, have scored 16 more points than them. Wild. Absolutely wild. So, so good for Dolphins fans. Uh, now, let's get on to the next uh, game. But first, Engadi Tavern. Uh, Josh and the team are always stocked up with lager. Celebrations Newtown. The guys are loaded up for Origin. IGA Carnes Wakeley and IGA Bly Park. These guys have turned into some of the biggest supporters in Western Sydney. That is IGA Carnes Wakeley and IGA Bly Park. Crest Hotel Sylvania had a new arrival drop this week, so get in and don't miss out. St Kilda Hotel and the Grand Hotel. Great pubs in Armadale pouring bloke lager on tap for happy hour price of $5 schooners for State of Origin. Venues are also running a competition to pick the score for Origin and giving away great prizes. Barawa Tavern um, have just started pouring bloke beer on tap. Barawa Tavern, is that how you say it? Barawa? Yep. Barawa Tavern. Just starting pouring bloke beer on tap and will also be offering happy hour prices during State of Origin this week. Pop in and see Tom and his team for some great food, ice cold bloke schooners while cheering on mm. New South Wales. Federal Hotel, only bottle shop in Mudgee, stocking bloke beer. Currently have a big stack in store at a great price. If you're in Mudgee and want to enjoy some bloke beer for Origin, drop into Federal Hotel and see Corey, the only stockist in Mudgee. I picked up a case on the weekend from... Um down at the Coogee Bay Hotel. Oh, yeah. Last Bay one. Hotel. Lucky to get it. The last one. There you go. See, she's flying off the shelves. People are loving them. People are loving them. Now, on to Eels defeating the Cowboys 24-16. to uh, Bit of a strange one, this one. Bit of a strange one. It's it, If you just looked at it from a perspective of not the ladder where they're sitting and you know where they could be, good, solid game. But I do think... Where these two teams should be right now, they're, they're almost a world away from it. This was a prelim final six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. What on earth has happened? A Parramatta won, credit to them, but just, I don't think they would have come away from that happy with that performance at all. Well, Cowboys nearly came back into it before Mitchell Moses scored that last try. Yeah. <clears throat> like it took, and Mitchell Moses was very, I, I think he's injured because he was quiet for most of that game. Dylan Brown was leading him around. Mm. It wasn't until the last 10 where Moses said, oh, I need to close this game out and just you know, put it on. Um, so that's a good thing because that's been a knock on him that he doesn't close games out. But um, look, great win for Eels, but it, it wasn't convincing to me. Far from convincing. And, you know, it all didn't go perfectly. They lost Joe O very early. Um, that's where I thought we had him in Team of the Week, uh, Widermoo Greg. I thought he was amazing in this game. Mm. He is such a goer. And, you know, they signed Joe O during the week and, yeah, he got his opportunity to show what he can do without him on the field. And he delivered. I thought he was great. He's been such – he's almost been – outside of Dylan Brown's form this year and maybe Hopgood, Widamoo Gregg's been the story for the Eels. So just such another example of the coaching staff of the Eels getting these players that nearly fall out of the NRL to start playing some unbelievable rugby league. Especially forwards. Mm. Like they, how they, they just do it every single time. Yeah. What do you reckon about this game, Timmy? Yeah, Weird time to say it, but look, I'm getting into your territory, Kempi, of last year with Para, mm. where it's a weird time to say it, off the back of the Cowboys conceding 66 to the Tigers and having players out to origin, but I just see these glimpses of them where I'm like, oh, there is such an incredible footy oh, team man, in this 100%. Para outfit, and I'm like, provided they can make the eight, just like you did all last year, I don't care the downside of it you see, 
they can compete and, and potentially make a grand final again this year. Mm. Again, they, they weren't overly impressive on the weekend, but they did get the job done. Mm. They got the win against the Cowboys side who had their backs against the wall. The question we had about them going into the season was, all right, they've lost a lot of their depth. And then blokes you've, you've touched on, like Wearing McGregor, who's been outstanding this year, Bryce Cartwright, who's revived his career and have become genuine starting NRL players either again or come onto the scene and been some of the best on the field week in, week out. You know, Joel from Gow, he obviously lasted 10 minutes with a calf injury on the weekend, but all of a sudden the depth looks pretty good. Like they had Lane out, Madison out, Balo out on the weekend. So a lot of outs. Oh, Dylan Brown just gets better and better with every game. They've got this halves combination that when they're on, on their day, they're if not the best halves combo in the comp. Something really excites me about them, even on down days. I know, it's bizarre. Because you, you know what I think it is? is Because you see 20 minutes of just sheer brilliance from the Eels. And you go, when it clicks for them, you go, <coughs> oh, they're, they're a top-tier side. And like last year, if you can get to finals, and again, it, the key becomes, with Paramount and consistency, top four. But they can be up and down, up and down all season. But when they need to turn it on for a big game, like they always do against Penrith, or when it comes to finals, if for three to four weeks they can just switch on and go, boys, there's no turning back now, this is do or die. Mm. They've got that team to be the best couple of teams in the competition. So, yeah. It's so tough. I'd almost one be, win outside the eight. Yeah, minutes? I was just saying, I'd almost be disappointed to see him make the, miss the eight because they can do so much da- – they can finish eighth and potentially win the comp. Mm. Yeah. That, and that's the tough thing with the Eels. It's like you can't fully write them off. I think the Cowboys, unfortunately, this year, I, I just cannot see them making a push. I just cannot see. Whereas the Eels, it's like I can't put a line through them just yet. Even though that was underwhelming, they were missing quite a few players. And any team with Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, Ken Gutherson in it. So, oh, they're just such a hard team. Like, please, can you just do it week in, week out? Just give me some consistency. Mm. So, yeah, it's tough. I did a, um, <clears throat> I had an Instagram live last night and someone said, Parramatta in 13th, are they done? And I shrugged I went, oh, fuck, they're in 13th. Probably not. But then you look at the ladder. They're three wins off first. Yeah, I know. They're going to buy this week. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. Nothing has gone right for Parramatta so far this year. They're one win out of the eight, and their four and against is better than the six teams on top of them, like well and truly. Three buys to come. Which is – that's the key, I think, key stat, is that points differential, which shows you, like, their points differential is about fifth or whatever. And so (laughs) – it's not like they're getting absolutely belted by teams. Well, just to jump in, like the teams that are above them, Newcastle, minus 26, Manly, minus 18, Roosters, minus 67, Titans, minus 31, Warriors, minus 10, Raiders, min- minus 50, shock me. The Eels are sitting with plus 52. I know. So the Eels, they're hanging by a thread for me. They're hanging by a thread. I'm, uh, I personally thought whoever won the game out of Cowboys and Eels, whoever lost it, I'd probably say can't make the eight. Even though technically Cowboys are still, you know, in the race, mm. they've got to win, a, you know, they've got to go on a bit of a run. Eels are just hanging in there. Um, and I think that, like, for example, if Dylan Brown wasn't playing, like, that, that would be seriously. tackle he made. Oh, my oh, God. On I was like, I tingled in places that I haven't tingled in a long time. <laughs> God. How good was that? It's fucking so good, bro. On, on the Chad. On the Chad. Like, wrong-footed, come back inside and just chops him. So good. How about all his defence, though? Just old school. Chops him around the waist. Yeah. But he d- it's like, we know that that's not really what you're meant to do in the NRL these days is chop around the legs. You get high, you get in the wrestle. All right. 
it might not be the most threatening in terms you might get the occasional quick play ball, but because he has with such impact and such force, yeah. there aren't really these quick play balls over the top of him, and he never misses a tackle. So what does that mean? Yeah. it's uh, So the Eels, the hanging by a thread, um, their goal this year should just be getting the eight. Getting the eight somehow, and then we'll see what happens from there. Cowboys, on the other hand, um, look, they were missing a couple of players for sure. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater almost single-handedly brought them back into the match. Um, but... I don't know what went wrong in the Cowboys this year, but they are not, they're not even close to the side that they were last year. We walked away from Magic Round. They'd beaten the Roosters, and I think, like, collectively, as a sport, we all sort of went, if the Cowboys can, their next three or four weeks can be good and they can win, they're back in this, and it's just turned into a disaster, hasn't it? Mm. Like, when you, when you consider last week what happened against the West Tigers, that, that was a living nightmare. And then, you know, this game, obviously they improved out of sight compared to the Tigers game, but just nowhere near... And for me, the thing that summed it up was that last try that Mitch Moses scored. There's not a hope in hell anyone scores that try against the Cowboys last year. Yeah. Yeah, look, to be fair, I guess, you know, they're missing Tamalolo, Gilbert, <coughs> Cotter, Holmes, Dearden. You know, so in their defence. But unfortunately, the whole year has been like this. Even when yeah. they've been at full strength, they've still struggled a bit. So next four weeks, Storm... By Panthers Bunny, so Ooh. you know, at an absolute minimum, they have to cause an upset and win one of those. And even where they are, probably they two need, out of three. They need to win two, uh, two of them and get the bye points. Mate, even the game after they play the Tigers, I'd be going, no thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm excited the Tigers well. be to play yeah. them again. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking yeah. for positives with them, I thought the debuts of Zach Labutt was very good. <laughs> I thought that the winger. Derby, he looked unreal. Yeah, he was good in the trials too. Yeah. That's a crack. Yeah. Had about a thousand runs. He had um, 25 runs, 215 metres, 61 post contact, four tackle breaks. Uh, so, look, some positives there. Uh, Helam Lukey, I thought, bounced back with a better performance. Yep. Yep, for sure. For much better performance. Scotty Drinkwater was absolutely outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Yep. He is so silky. It's a crazy. I will say, uh, interesting guess um update with the the cowboys so hiku looks like he's signed with a super league club and alamotia reportedly was seen speaking to the cowboys and so i wonder whether alamotti may be getting offers from well he's probably definitely gonna get an offer because mm. he's not contracted next year i'm pretty sure alamotti yep could you see a center pairing of alamotti Holmes? yeah potentially but i'll I wouldn't mind seeing the Cowboys build from within here. I think they've got players to be able to fill that role personally. Mm. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, who, who would you replace the with? Uh, I reckon there's a very good chance that Labor does. If they don't sign anyone, I think he'll be the guy moving forward. I'm surprised that um, Alamotti's even been given permission to go look elsewhere, to be honest. As yeah. in, not permission, like he's within his rights, but I'm surprised he hasn't been re-signed yet by the Bulldog. Yeah, you're right. He's re- he signed up until just this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've, I've not been that impressed with him this year. I, I think probably just around all the hype coming in, I think his work rate has been, like he has a crack, but... Mm. 
I think the first couple of games of the season, we saw some really good signs. And yet, this player's got a big future. We still might. Don't get me wrong. I just, I don't think he's reached the height that that we've expected. And it's being like very negative because he's very early in his career. He's new to the NRL, mm. but. I just don't think he's looked overly threatening in attack at time. He's a big, strong body, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced just yet. Really, I, yeah. I actually have liked his progress this year. Mm. I actually, he reminds me a lot of Will, Will Penzini, <coughs> where they didn't come on the scene and explode everything apart. Uh, I've actually, uh, yeah, I've liked his development. Now, I, I agree in regards to, you know, the hype coming out of grade was this guy is unbelievable. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. But from a purely, if you take away that hype and you go a young 18-year-old centre coming into grade, how has he gone? I think he's gone decent. It is hard to remove that hype, though, isn't yeah. it? it yeah, and, and that's where, where it's it maybe a bit unfair of me. Mm. I'm just like, he scored one trial season. He hasn't had a... Since round five or since round six, he's played seven or eight games. He's scored one try and hasn't had a try assist. I know that's not everything, don't get me wrong. And the doggies have had their excuses in injuries and all sorts of different things, but... Uh, the one thing he does have, he's got a ticker. He has a crack. He's got a big work rate. And, and off the back of that, you tackle calm. He'll settle into the NRL. Mm. So there's certainly a future there. I'm just saying I'm, I'm not convinced yet. Mm. And as we all know, you know, normally it's game 50, 60. You see what these guys are really like. Mm. What are we at? Game 12? Mm. Yeah. 13. So so long way to go. So and I'll tell you what else around that. They're starting to get their, their troops back now in the back line. Mm. They'll have Braden Burns is due back either this week or next who in limited opportunities this year has been really good, he could come in for Alamotti. Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm interested to see which way they go, whether they stick with Alamotti or they say, go have a couple of weeks in reserve grade, bring Burns in. I'm not sure. Yeah, be interesting for sure. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.